0: well good morning hello and welcome to a vikings territory breakdown podcast with myself joe oberley uh senior writer at vikingsterritory.com and purpleptsd.com and that's mark craig nfl insider vikings writer hall of fame selector uh from the star tribune to startribune.com mark it's finally over uh depending on the uh Uh, were you decamp in the Vikings uh, fandom that was uh, an end to a bad season, or it was a a victory Monday since they they moved up one spot in in their draft (laughs) selection? Um, you
1: know, I guess I'd be more excited about them lifting themselves in the draft when when they start drafting a little better than they've been doing. Uh, but I don't know, it's me, it's I would always want to try and win these games because. If you look at what's happened to this team the past month, I mean, it's uh, I mean, these are the kind of things that, yeah, I mean, Quasey and Kevin O'Connell are safe. They deserve to be safe. But if you look around the league and how quickly guys are coming and going, the Wilfs are very patient. But um, this one's going to leave a mark. <laughs> you know, this you don't you don't end the year with what's happened to them within the division and have it be like, hey, guys, uh, appreciate your culture. Appreciate that you finish first in the players niceness category and all that stuff, but you better start, you know, winning some games and picking the right players, making some right decisions and getting this team back in the right direction.
0: Well, yeah, there's plenty to talk about there and what you're you're speaking about. Uh, they did win some games last year. I don't know if you remember, they did win 13 games. And this is just, you know, they lost their starting quarterback this year and didn't have the uh, answer behind him after that. Uh, the defense did improve. Uh, the turnovers were uh, truly remarkable. They were... Uh, I think you were writing about it in the paper yesterday in your five extra points uh, about uh, historic turnovers for this team. I think they were too short of the, or three short of the record in two thousand and nineteen, maybe at thirty seven they had thirty
1: four. Oh, that's not their record. No, that's not their yeah. record. they they used to that's that was the most since since uh, two thousand thirteen which um, or two thousand tens when they had thirty seven. Since then they haven't anything anything higher than 32. Uh the minus twelve is is mm. where you're looking at uh because way back in the sixties, Joe, they, they the ball used to go back and forth. There was like 50 some turnovers in, in back wow. in the 60s and stuff, you know, stuff like that. But uh being minus twelve is uh is ties for fifth in two thousand thirteen, the year Leslie got fired. Um the, the thirty-four is the most since two thousand ten when Childress got fired. Um you know, I'd buy what you're saying about, you know, they could loss their quarterback. Yeah, I mean, there's there's just there's too many examples of where they were and they could win games and they would be in the playoffs. They didn't need to win 12 games. They just needed to to uh when they're in field goal range in Cincinnati, kick the field goal and not throw two interceptions, score more than 12 points against the Bears. Uh, you know, just they were so close. I mean, I would if, if they lose their quarterback and then uh, you know, and this is a league where everyone's um, you know, there everyone isn't so like packed in together. I'd buy it. But there's 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 too many examples of every team has injuries, and there's a team right now that in Cleveland that lost played four quarterbacks, turned the ball over 37 times. Uh, and you could say, Well, oh, they got the great defense. Well, okay. You know, the Vikings at different stages of this season, a big chunk of this season had the ability to stop teams and they were doing it and the offense kept throwing it away. So they were close enough where they should be where the Packers are right now, the seventh spot, maybe the sixth spot. Um, and to me, it's not acceptable. I don't just wash my hands. Oh, you know, we lost Kirk. There's There were issues on this team that go beyond losing Kirk.
0: Um, certainly there were, and I, you know, for me, chief among them is, uh, uh, is those turnovers. And it's something that never improved. I mean, even though, even yesterday, it looked like Mullins was going to escape the game without multiple turnovers. And then he threw two crazy ones at the end of the, one of them, he got hit. The other one was on him, just a poor pass at the end of the game. So, you know, yeah, go back to to Bud Grant, who I said, you know, those are the biggest, one of the biggest factors in a winning or losing a game is turnovers. And when you you cough it up that many times and that many times in the red zone and that many times uh, in crucial situations and that many times in each game, you're going to get beat more often than you're not because you're playing one score games all the time and like they did last year and they certainly did this year. And this year they were losing them. I uh, even though you know, yeah. Saying that the the quarterback was an uh, 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 an excuse, well, it really was because they didn't have good quarterback play behind him. It certainly was Mark. I think if Kirk Cousins finishes the year, they do make the playoffs. They well, they do win some of those. Well, games.
1: I, you know that we could we could talk about that all over the place. I mean, and there's some legitimacy to it. I'm sorry, well, you know, you, you well, can, yeah, you, there's some legitimacy to it, it. But but what I'm saying is it was there for the taking. It, the the mm-hmm. You know, this guy threw 400. this guy threw for 411 yards against the Lions. Then he, he, throws, the and he throws four interceptions. Uh, you know, Kirk Cousins, you know, and this is this is kind of Kirk's eight games were kind of like a microcosm of what we what we talk about with Kirk. You know, oh, he was MVP, but he was still he was four and four. He had nine turnovers in eight games, and you could say, Well, some of them weren't his fault. Da, 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 da. Well, some of the you know, it, it's not every yeah. They're at the end of the Chargers game. You could say, you could well, the defense, the defense sucked. The defense, you know, that's when they, you know, the Chargers just said the hell with the run and just passed all over them. But it, it's a four-point game, and they're at the six-yard line with with 13 seconds left, and they throw an interception. Okay, uh, Tampa Bay they lose by three. They give up three. They turn the ball over three times in, in the first in the first half, and then lose by three. You know they turned the ball over four times. I mean, well, that's that's uh, uh, Mullins. But you know there was this was going on; these turnovers were going on mm-hmm. I uh, that. well before Kirk got hurt. So again, it's it's this argument of you know you hate Kirk, you love Kirk. To me, if Kirk Cousins could come back and play for four million dollars like Baker Mayfield did in Tampa Bay and leading them to the playoffs or helping them into the playoffs, sign me up. If Kirk Cousins needs forty million dollars, and I'm at a point in the C in, my, in building my franchise, and that is going to going to impact, uh, you know, being able to to the, the ma- massive holes that this team has, I'm sorry, I I'm looking elsewhere for something that's more affordable, and I'm drafting a quarterback.
0: Fine. That's fine and good. I mean, yours is speculation too. If you don't think that Kirk Cousins wins more of those games because there wasn't a drop-off at quarterback, then I, then I have to totally disagree with you. And then you couple into that, you lose the best player on your team for seven games. And he's still without, without, uh, I'm talking about Justin Jefferson, who. Who still got a thousand yards and playing in just ten games this year? You you lose him as well. You yeah. don't think yeah, those have – uh, You know the defense wasn't ready yet. They were still learning. Mm-hmm. Brian Flores. I mean, poo poo it all you want. These are also
1: legitimate reasons okay, why. Well, I'll These look at it. The Browns lost Nick Chubb, their best offensive player to what? in week two. In week two, they lost him. Yeah, that's their engine. That's their ability. That that's their. You know, they're, they're they're guy that made
0: their offense go. He wasn't it wasn't Deshaun Watson. It aren't we in the aren't out. we in the era when running backs yeah. are interchangeable? I and mean, I know Chubb no, was. Oh, not, he's he's not, like, not, that's
1: not interchangeable. And, and I'll tell you what, this team learned a big lesson about about saying that running backs are interchangeable. All you got to do is look at what this team went from. Not saying they should have kept Dalvin Cook. He was spent, but they oh, they come. We'll talk about it later. Uh, if you have it written down, but. You know, they majorly overestimated Alexander Madison's ability to be a starter. And then it took them it took them till the end of the year to realize that they had a better guy behind him. So they're not interchangeable. And that's that's what we want to say. And it got proven emphatically. Look at Detroit. You know, they there's a the reason that Gibbs is a 12th overall pick. There's a reason that Montgomery was number one pick in Chicago, and it was a great pickup for the, Detroit. It's not interchangeable.
0: So you're saying uh you're blaming Quasey and KOC for the team they built then? I, I'm saying that this team is nowhere near
1: uh, how could you argue the fact that they are nowhere near right now where Detroit is, where Green Bay is, and where Chicago is heading. You know, I don't know what Chicago is gonna do at quarterback. I mean, um in today's NFL, he's probably fields is probably on his way out and they'll probably pick Caleb Williams or whatever it is. But I'm just saying it's <laughs> You can't sit here and say that. Uh, granted, they won 13 games last year; everything went right for them. That's great, but you know, and, and this is when we were wrapping up last year. Was wow, you know, I'd feel a lot better about this season if they had won a playoff game. To me, that that really was a a heavy leveling of of my my uh, perception of that season. Is a you know the fact that you lost, you know, a 13 win team lost at home in the playoffs. And you know, Kirk did not lead them, you know, in that game. Uh again, I'm not I'm not saying this isn't me saying that Kirk wouldn't win more games. That Kirk w- would win more games. What if? But, but we have we have an entire decade and a half of his career where he's never taken a team to you know beyond where it really is. You know, he doesn't lift them above like you should with a guy making 40,
0: 35, 40 million dollars a year. Well, if you're going oh. you know, to, that's that, his contract's a different discussion here. As far as well, I'm, no, 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 I'm, I'm talking about how, how, how the season would have went because you bring up, uh, four, 400 yards by Mullen and, uh, just let his, uh, uh, don't, Focus on his interceptions, but Kirk Cousins had over 350 yards in three of those games and had the interceptions, but his are more important. So I mean, you know, well, you he's the guy you're getting goal.
1: 40 million dollars to. He's the guy you're giving 40 million dollars to. Frankly, we found out to we found out it, 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 on this team that if if you lose if you lose a, a quarterback of Kirk Cousins, then just don't. It's over. You know, it doesn't have to be over. You know, it can be a guy. You know. It can so be. What a are you saying? Guy. They just
0: blow it up and let him go and and find somebody. I don't know if it's, it's. They're you know. just sitting out there, Mark. Well, okay. You, you you blow it up.
1: I mean, define blow it up. I mean, I, I would say that you look at that defense. That defense got blown up last year. I mean, you, you know, and it's and Daniil Hunter. You know, if you're we're talking about Daniil later, but you think he's going to want to come back? It's you know we well, got to sign Daniil Hunter. got to sign Daniil Hunter. Daniil Hunter has a ch- a choice in this matter. He said Daniel Hunter, it, it, it's, not, it's no coincidence that Daniel Hunter put in a, a don't franchise my rear end clause in this because he may not want to be around getting 15 sacks on a team that doesn't make the playoffs every year. He did
0: say yesterday that he wants to be here, though. So does that matter? Well, I, yeah,
1: uh, <laughs> yeah I mean, I'm sure he does. Yeah.
0: I you know so I guess I, I'm trying to get at what you're suggesting. I mean, I, if I, I my only point is that they would have they would have made the playoffs with Kirk is if selfie and and J, and Jefferson. Yeah. He would have he would have come back in that Chicago game if, if Kirk is playing. They wouldn't have made that mistake and they they, they would have won. I, I you know I know I can't prove it and you can't prove they can't. So it doesn't matter. It's, you know we're I'm just not
1: saying it. they couldn't have. I'm saying that you've got to be prepared for an NFL season. When when everyone doesn't get to the end of the year and, they, and no one has a Band-Aid on them, I mean, the people are going to get hurt.
0: Bandaid on people
1: are right. going to get hurt every damn year, and every year we're going to say, "Oh my God, can you believe the injuries this year?" Yeah, I can believe them because it happens every damn year, every year. It's just you know, Kirk, they they you know they they got extremely lucky with his durability, uh, but he's going to be thirty six years old, thirty I think thirty six. Um, coming off the Achilles, and, at that, and he's not going to want to give you some hometown, you know, uh, kumbaya you like uh, so? hot dish, uh, Minnesota discount.
0: You don't think I so? Wouldn't.
1: I wouldn't because there's going to be they're not negotiating with you. There's going to be teams lining up to take him that are closer. This team is not like why where... because
0: he's a good quarterback,
1: yes. Because <laughs> what I'm saying is he's a good quarterback, but he doesn't lift, he doesn't grab your team, put it on your shoulder and take them to the next level you gotta might have be like that. it yeah. has to be like that you know it has to be you know it's always been this way it's you have to it has to be kind of like you got to have you got to have the perfect offensive line you got to have the perfect defense you got to have a uh, explosive running back you got to have the best receiver in the league you know and he can do all that he can make every throw he's a good quarterback he's not a great quarterback and if you're gonna if you're gonna spend 40 million dollars and not be able to plug these other holes, you're not gonna get to
0: where you need to go. I certainly agree with that, but other teams do pay their quarterbacks <clears throat> those kind of money, that kind of money. And they somehow do it well, you know, you got to figure that out. Now, you know, and, and it's gonna be tough for the Vikings because they got Jefferson to pay. And I'd love them to re-sign Daniil Hunter. So I, I don't know how they do it. I don't you have don't, don't know how
1: they do it. We'll get when we start talking about the draft. You know how they do it. I'll I'll read off the last three drafts for the Detroit Lions.
0: Yeah, nah, you can, no.
1: Question. You got cheap rookie talent that's uh, you know in their first year of their contract. Really so they draft? It's like San Francisco, and you got Purdy, who's a you know a, a freaking uh, it was it was a great system for him. Uh, he's making rookie money. He's not even, I don't I think he's not even making a million dollars this year. I mean, he's making what you know Kirk Price spends on dinner. And it's uh, well, no, I shouldn't say that because I was going to say what he spends on shirts, but no, that's he spends what we spend on. shirts. Um, Yeah, that's how you do it. And and to me, there's a lot of holes to fill. And it just to me, it depends on the contract. Yes, he is good enough. He is good enough. But at, at a at a cost that is team friendly, period.
0: Yeah, I I think so, and I gotta believe he's gonna finally do that. I mean, I, I think he found a, a a coach that appreciates him, and he found a coach who is an offensive mind here in Minnesota that uh, has a system that caters to a, a, a pocket passer like Kirk, who he has a strong arm, is very accurate, and knows the game. So I, I think it's a good fit for him, but he's got to come in with a little bit of a discount at 36 years old and coming off the Achilles. So I agree oh, with you there. There's that. I mean, that to me is a whole different thing. I'm, I'm, I'm talking about it. Uh, the guy was a top five quarterback before he got hurt this year. Statistically were the wins there. No, but you know, I think they would have come once the defense started playing like it did midway through the season. You know, I, I think you could have won some of those games that you kicked away by one score. So, but that's, that's me. Um, I, 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 yeah, I is, is what I'm looking at over in <clears throat> Detroit scares me. This, they finally got someone who knows how to draft, who knows how to, uh, another guy who knows how to coach and motivate his players. They're going to be good for a long time. I mean, that running back, you know, the running backs, the receivers, all their skilled players are very, very good. Their offensive line, as you pointed out in the paper, was, you know, much better than the Vikings were yesterday. Now, granted, my Vikings had two guys missing, but still, they were they were outclassed. They, the, the Vikings gave up four sacks and 15 pressures, I guess, which I think I read is a record uh, uh, number of pressures this season. So, um, yeah, I, the, the Vikings have so many holes. So that, that's what I'm saying. I don't know how they do it. I don't know how they – Backfill this thing, and I don't know. Do you think Quasi is the man for the job? I had this going to talk about this later, but let's do it now because it sounds like that's where you're laying a lot of the, the blame for this season at the feet well, of, of those guys.
1: You know, I don't know if it's if, you know, it's not trending that way. I'm, I'm not saying Quasey should be fired or anything, but my yeah. god, it's like you know, he's he, you, you have to like hold people accountable whenever I saw did. Andrew
0: Booth out there yesterday. He looked lost. <laughs> you know, yep. that's a terrible draft pick. He was forced into to play because of injuries. And, you know, once again, Lewis Louis is not even on the field. That, that, that is a terrible draft. Now uh, there, he has some wins in his, in, in, in his history here, short history here, but boy, there are some glaring losses for this guy and, and uh, uh, those, those two guys are chief among them as far as I'm I think concerned. What what they've what this
1: group is, what, the only thing they've proven is that because they came in and said, basically said last year, we're going to run it back. We don't think that Mike, we thought Mike Zimmer lost the team. We're thinking that this younger guy, offensive minded guy can take basically Zimmer's team and win more games. And they did. And they won more games with it. Then they started you know they, they started to lose they had to get you know the defense lost to it, it has said goodbye to zadarius well Zedarius wasn't Zimmer's guy but um you know yeah, and right. uh, yeah.
0: Thielen,
1: you know all these guys they you know that they they lost and and now it's it's becoming more and more of their team first shot out of the gate you know they tied for the Bears to last in the division all right so you know it's not trending that way i'm not saying that uh, cause you know, Jordan Addison is a good pick.
0: Um, Ivan Pace is a good pickup. You know, Ivan
1: Pace, but you know, that, that's, you, you want, you want to be able to hit. Yeah. Ivan Pace did a wonderful job. And, and I, I, you know, maybe he's a starter next year. Maybe, maybe if, you know, if their drafts were better, he doesn't start. I don't know. I'm just saying that you, um, you look at the last, So you know, Brad Holmes has had three drafts, uh, 2020. I mean, just look at the defensive guys. Hutchinson, obviously, he's a number two overall. So, But, you know, it's, you, you, I've seen a lot of teams miss on it, especially the Lions have missed. In, and they, there was a stretch there where they drift, draft a receiver in the top ten every year, and he was a bust almost every year. Um, edge rusher Josh Pascal. This is 2022, uh, wait, 2021. Panay Sewell, that right tackle, is one of the best in the league. Yep. Um, uh, defensive tackle, Aleem McNeil. Uh, safety, the Mela Fonwu. Uh, linebacker Derek Barnes. So right there's three three guys right there off your 2021 for his first draft. Right, then next year they go they have Hutchinson. They get uh, Jamison Williams, which is a, a, a guy who's advancing. Not only does is he advancing his career, but he also that trade with the Vikings that they use on that pick on puts the Vikings at the bottom of the draft. And they and we talked at not na- ad nauseum about all the players they missed between that and where they picked
0: Lewis Seen. Although Williamson hasn't done as well in his two years that I'll take, Jordan Addison did Jamison in his two years.
1: Williams, I'll take him over Lewis Seen.
0: No, I'm talking about uh, another receiver the Vikings did pick. <laughs> well, up. the next year. Yeah.
1: Uh, um, but Josh Pascal, uh, edge rusher, safety Kirby Josephs. So that's 2022, so that's three more. That's six defensive starters in two years. And then 2023, they get Gibbs, they get Campbell, who everyone laughed at. Gibbs, they laughed at. Laporta, they laughed at. And then Branch the nickel, is their nickel guy. That's that's uh, you basically he's a starter. So that's that's eight starters and three defensive drafts. You put eleven on the field, okay? Let's do the math. And so then you know Quasey, his first three of his first four picks were on defense. They needed help defense. They had. Giving up 475 points a game or for the season, terrible defense. Zimmer didn't, you know, they lost the ability to pay defensive players, so Zimmer gets fired. Um, that first one, they, 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 uh, the three of them: uh, Lewis, seen of course, Andrew Booth, Brian Asamoah. I don't. Was Lewis seen active yesterday? Probably not. I don't uh, think so. Booth but had to play. He was, he was active, but he okay, wasn't. So Booth. Booth had to play because they were out of everybody. Yeah. Uh, Asamoah, we all know what happened there. It's like he went from going to be the next Eric Kendricks to getting replaced by a undrafted free agent. So th- that's just that's not like this is not subject. This is all this isn't subjective stuff. This is all objective. Looking at
0: okay, let me put one. Go ahead, finish. I, I, I just
1: that's where the Lions are. That's where the that's where the Vikings are.
0: Now now granted when they got a new coach in, and GM in there, they committed to a rebuild. There's a reason why you have eight starters in those drafts because there was an empty shelves there when they got there. Okay. The Vikings That's were crazy. trying the Vikings were trying to take the core that they had and, and backfill around it. Those are two different philosophies. So I'm not saying one's yeah, I'm saying the Lions have done very, very well. Don't get me wrong. With but, cheap rookie players. And that, these aren't all
1: first-round draft picks. These are guys. And I just read to you what Quasey what no, did. Man, with, I
0: agree with you. I'm just yeah, saying I'm just that saying. the opportunity was there. Call it, Mark.
1: call it a rebuild. Don't call it a rebuild. Everybody like wants, you know, that uh if you don't tear it down to the studs, then then you can't, you can never win because you're not you're not. I'm just saying the draft is there's a reason. There's a draft. It's it's to help the teams that, uh, you know that that are to get back on top, and you got it. You can't miss picks like no, you like can't. That. You cannot. You cannot do what you did, but then get Lewis seen and have all those players go off the board. You cannot do it.
0: He there's, did it there's once. No argument here on that. Yeah. I, I, so, yeah I, Cool. I am not happy with what I saw to Andrew Booth yesterday. I couldn't quite believe it. The fact that Seaton doesn't even get on the field speaks volumes. And so I guess it comes back to you, to me, to say, is Quaysey up for the job? I don't know that he is because he he has done. He has made some pickups. I thought the trade for four or for Hawkinson was good, but I think he gave up too much because he helped build uh detroit over there with with that draft uh i don't think uh the trade with green bay was good for the vikings but you know here we are i think this is the most important offseason for him in his career if he does not hit the uh in 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 a manner that you're describing over in detroit he should be gone and i don't i don't i say that Often about anybody, I don't know. I'm not a judge of who we're sh- good or good not because sometimes it's a crapshoot. But good lord, there's just too many misses, and and you can see it. You saw it yesterday. The difference between these two teams, we're not even close.
1: I would agree. I would agree. And I, I you know, I think where where I, it it might, you know, buy him another year is is I, I feel like you, if they do go the Kirk route. Which I don't think they will at forty million dollars. I don't think they will. I think it's got to be something that's that's affordable that they can can make some moves. In addition, they can't just be sign Kirk and here we go because it, it's not going to work. Um, but I'll, in addition to Kirk or um, there, you know, there has to be a, a quarterback drafted, and they have to have the plan. Right. The next plan has to be put in place so that you know maybe maybe you, you know, that, that is a guy who has to sit for a year or whatever. And that takes you away from getting some other more impactful players. I just feel like my goodness, it's, it's gotta happen. Yeah, It has to be, there has to be something besides, you know, going 500 and and below 500 and hoping Kirk's healthy and then giving him another hundred million dollars and then doing it all over again. And to, you know, it's it's just got – has gotta be something better than that. And um uh but right you now the bottom line is he's he's not doing himself any favors right now. I I don't think Crazy. the Wills are, are extremely patient. Yeah, they are. Spielman got more time than he probably would have gotten anywhere else other than Pittsburgh or New England. <laughs> and he got a new
0: job this morning, but anyway, we'll talk what's about what's he that. doing? Uh, they, they fired uh, Ron Revere out in uh Washington and they brought in Spielman and some other guy to uh do the next search for a coach. That's weird. Um, <laughs> some guy from the NBA, maybe right? hire Zim Zim wants back in. That's, that's, that's what I was gonna say. That was my joke. I had teed up bring for a while. the band back together. Um, yeah, yeah. I, I you know. It it just goes, to to, even to further the point about Detroit, who the Vikings played yesterday, and I'll class them twice in three weeks here. They made that trade for Matthew Stafford. Was that this regime that, that traded Stafford to the Rams and got in Jared Goff? And at the time, I'm thinking, what are they doing? You know, Goff had gone to a Super Bowl, but I don't think he's the quarterback Matthew Stafford is, and they did that, and Stafford goes out and wins the Super Bowl in L.A. So they made the right move, but... I, they you know, they, they they made they got all these draft picks. I think there's it's like what a freaking great move. So so shouldn't shouldn't the Vikings then sign Kirk for whatever he wants and then trade his behind and get a boatload of picks?
1: That's interesting. I, I don't know that. Um, hmm, yeah, I, I probably would have done that type of trade for maybe Stafford, but maybe not Kirk. But but <laughs> then in hindsight, you know uh, Stafford. You know, was a guy that was zero three in the playoffs, uh, right? <laughs> when he right. That, that's that's one of the, the greatest trades. Will probably turn out to be one of the greatest trades uh, for both sides. And the Rams already they're they're playing with house money. They got it. Yeah. And, uh, as much as I would love to see the Lions win this week, I don't. You just feel, yeah, Stafford coming back into that yeah. with with those receivers and, yep. and kind of how Detroit's playing defensively now against the pass.
0: I think that's why I got teed up to a night game at uh, for a national audience. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah that'll be
1: that'll be poor, poor Detroit's luck. Uh, but but the, the bottom line is you know last year it even had you know when the Vikings got to the end, you know it 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 had a feeling of well they're gonna they're gonna have to replace a lot of guys. There's a lot of older guys. Um, what do you you know the quarterbacks getting older, you know stuff like that. Whereas the Lions, it's like you know this is still a young. I think they're tenth youngest team in the league. Yeah. Um, the quarterbacks,
0: I think the turning. Packers the the Packers and good. the Bears are both some of the youngest. That the Vikings are in trouble right now. They're yeah, gonna... so
1: it's like you know, you have a different feeling about it. even if they lose, um, you know, as a number three seed like the Vikings did last year, there's a different feeling, at least to me, that of uh, the where the Lions are going next year as opposed to uh oh, what's gonna happen to the Lions what's gonna happen yeah. to the Vikings in 2023?
0: Yeah, if uh, LaPorta doesn't play next weekend, the, Vi- the R- Lions are in a bit of trouble. Well, anyway, we've got to regroup. i uh, Mike. got to get Mike Waldemar, producer, to come in here and b- get the paddle for me before I have a heart attack because I'm getting getting a little lathered up here. And so is Mark. old guys can't take this kind of stuff. See, that's what you do to us, Vikings. Anyway, we'll take a quick break. Come on back and uh, for more of this fun and frivolity at the uh, end of the Vikings 2023 season. Come on back. Okay, welcome back to Vikings uh, Territory Breakdown Podcast. Mark Craig from the Star Tribune. Uh, we are rehashing the the season that was. Uh, you know, it's funny. We've already gone a, a half the show, and we haven't even talked about the game yesterday and, yes. and how they performed because, A, it didn't mean anything, and, B, the Vikings, they started out slow on defense, looked really bad. But, they you know, I'll give them credit. They fought back to win, but – when your highlight is a, a third and 30 uh, uh, pass for 32 yards to Johnny Munt, that that dynamo of a, of a tight end, I about jumped out of my chair laughing because the Vikings the Vikings have had that done thing, kind of thing done to them so many times in the past, but it usually costs them a game. Uh, third and 30, what a play. But, you know, Nick Mullins, uh, I think you and I were texting back and forth, probably playing for his – NFL life yesterday. Cause he was, he was giving it us all. And, it, and if you saw him in the press conference after he was in tears, he was emotional about it. He, he played hard and, and the man just doesn't know how to, uh, die to live another day or something like that. He, uh, he, he uh uh will will throw it even when he's falling over or whatever it, it's it's you know it, it's it's his reputation and, and he does it again yesterday but anyway what'd you think of Nick Mullins is he the is he the guy we get next year when they let Kirk go as according to you the uh, no. last segment mark
1: no I mean uh Nick Mullins probably did enough with in three starts the guy threw for 1100 yards yeah um, but he also threw eight interceptions um eight and in three. You know, I feel like Nick. Nick probably, unlike Christian Ponder, who went to a Green Green Bay at that one fateful primetime game and was forced to play and and exposed himself for one last time and was basically out of the league after that. Uh, Nick Mullins probably found he'll find someone that will say, "Hey, you know, I like to take a chance." Nick Mullins has experience uh, threw for a bazillion yards in 2023 as a backup, uh, but for my for for my team, I, I've seen enough. <laughs> and if i lose my starting quarterback it's uh, the replacement's not going to be nick mullins i would rather it be a rookie who's working his way up to maybe or they're hoping he's be they'd be a starter sometime um i would rather see joshua dobbs i don't know what he'll cost i wouldn't pay much for him uh but uh nick mullins would i you know i like nick he's a nice guy uh but i, I he proved to me beyond a doubt that uh i no, I wouldn't want him as my backup quarterback if my starter gets hurt again.
0: You know, he he threw some a uh, couple passes into some tight windows that were were pretty good. And then again, he had Je- Justin Jefferson to throw to, and he also uh, just threw some panic passes. You know, just which wouldn't wouldn't go down sat- And those to me are 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 more of a problem than, you know, him his ability to hit into some windows because it doesn't happen enough. I mean, you know. I think if you got guys like Jordan Addison and Justin Jefferson, you're throwing to, and even Hawkinson until this week, uh, uh, you're you're gonna you're gonna rack up some yards. You're gonna you're gonna make some points. I mean, Justin Jefferson's gonna get open like he did for a touchdown. Jordan Jordan Addison should have had two. He 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 stopped. Uh, you know, kind of stopped well, short of one. I mean, yeah, that's gonna well, happen. You know, I don't think Nick Mullins is the guy. Going well, forward. you know why?
1: Jordan Jordan. I mean, I, I kind of laughed because. Jordan Addison instinctively, I think, stopped and looked back because he was expecting the ball to be underthrown, and then <laughs> it was it was thrown perfectly, and it surprised the hell out of him, and he had to try and jump for it. Um, you know, Nick Mullins, the lack of consistent NFL NFL caliber arm strength is alarming, um, and he displayed some more of it. You know, some better some better arm strength this yesterday. Yeah, but like I said, the one caught Addison off guard. I, 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 you know he was just expecting to have to turn around and fight for it, and then there it goes over his head. Um, so yeah, it, to me, it's um, there's probably there's there's things there that uh, if if he he has a place in the league with 32 teams, everybody looking for backups and number threes and all that stuff. But uh, I wouldn't want him as my primary backup going forward. I this has got to be a you know this has got to be a, a whether it's Kirk or or it's someone else, that's cheaper. It uh, that was a bridge to a future quarterback. Um, uh, no, Nick's just not. Wouldn't be in the cards for me.
0: Uh, you wrote about the the running game. You thought it wasn't improved. Uh, Chandler looked good in spots. He had twelve rushes for sixty nine yards, like a five point eight average, which wasn't bad. Uh, is 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 that discovery of their running back should should that be over now? And and Chandler is the guy or. Or uh, wh- what do you what do you think about how they did with the running game this year?
1: Well, that was that was uh, as I wrote in the paper that that was uh, O'Connell's. You know, for all the anti-Zim that he had, you know, mojo that he has going, he still was his priority was to be a more efficient running game running team. He wasn't going to go and have well, he didn't want a you know a two thousand yard rusher or or you know carry you know run the ball fifty times a game, but he wanted a more efficient running game. And he whiffed, I mean, big time whiff. It was like, it's contributed mightily to where, you know, where their offense, the inability to win with a backup. Um, You know, the seven rushing touchdowns tied for 1996 and 1962 as the the lowest non-strike year rushing (laughs) touchdowns. Um, 393 attempts. And and we're talking about another game. (laughs) Yeah, We're we're only two, three years into, or two or three years into, A 17-game season, uh, 393 attempts with the seventh fewest in franchise history, Uh, non-strike. Fifteen, 1,553 yards, eighth fewest. uh, The 3.95 average, uh, fourth lowest since '97. Um, It's just—it's a a myriad of reasons. They don't have the power that you need up front to run the ball, and—and that to me is where is probably the bedrock difference well uh, you know picking players and all this stuff is the the lions and the 49ers and all these these teams that, that the Vikings have to crawl past all have <clears throat> start with the ability to control the game with their offensive line. And uh you know so O'Connell probably doesn't have that interior that he needs to to be a powerful team, but he could have been more efficient. Um the under the overestimation of Madison as a starting running back uh, we, you know we all said oh you know he could be a starter anywhere else well you know i don't have the same resume that would qualify me to make that decision if i'm working for a team and they missed on that and then it took them until four games were left in the season basically before they said hey are they realized or turn to the guy that could could be the guy who could average 5.8 a game um you know that wasn't like a dominant running game performance for him but you know, you give him the ball twelve times, the average is almost six yards of carry. That's what you're that's what you're looking for. It doesn't matter that it's only sixty nine yards, seventy mm-hmm. yards. It's
0: mm-hmm. the
1: average, it's the keeping the chains moving. So yeah, that, that was a major big big miss by uh by Kevin and um in getting this team to where they wanted to be. You know.
0: Yeah, it's too bad because that it you make the point that he it was important to uh, uh, KOC's offense that uh, they had a running game and never materialized. Thank God they do have a passing game uh, when Jefferson is in the lineup. And boy, oh boy, he was phenomenal yesterday. There, it, it gets so bad with him. It gets to the point where where the uh, the defenders putting their hands over. Jefferson's eyes when he's coming in, and it's still not called, but we won't go there. Uh, uh, Jefferson had 12 receptions for 192 yards and a touchdown, and he reaches a thousand yards despite uh, missing seven games this year. It's it's uh it's pretty phenomenal about the the, the player he is, and and if if they can't keep uh, him and uh, 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 cousins both, uh, see you, Kirk. Thanks. See, so, yeah cuz that jefferson is just so much fun to watch his catching radius, is his his ability to to uh beat uh one or two defenders it doesn't always happen but boy oh, boy he is he's something else and he you know you can pretty much have any quarterback out there and he's going to make your numbers better than they would have been
1: yeah i mean you know the thing with him you know he had never missed a game until this year so uh and he's like i think they it on tv he was only the third to to have a thousand yards in 10 games or fewer so you know what he did was amazing but um hopefully going forward he stays healthy because yeah. you don't make the hall of fame missing seven games you know with a, a hamstring injury and um i think he probably missed more than he needed to miss it i'll still i still say that he missed the bears game um just because it was the bye week was next week, and hey, we think we can beat the Bears. Um, and that's it, that,
0: I'd like to, like did somebody get on record about that because it was, yeah, well, yeah.
1: I mean, you, you yeah. can, uh, no one's gonna say that, but uh, I think about four, four seconds after the Bears game was over is that it was when they said, We're gonna, you know, we're gonna act, <laughs> we're gonna activate him for the three, the three week window to come back. Okay. Uh, and then he was fine, uh, but yeah, you know, uh. He's not going anywhere. I mean, they, they had the ability he had one more year on him, and then they have the ability to franchise him. And it, it'd be interesting to see for for his for his standpoint. Uh, that was a good jolt of uh, reminder of how good he is. Hey, you know, look what look what I did. Um, but he yeah he, he's going to get paid. Uh, you know, they're going to try to pay Daniil uh, Hunter. You can't you can't pay them all. I, I I don't know where Kirk fits in all of this. I I just. I'll be. This is going to be an amazing off season to watch yeah, how, they, how they shape it, and um, you know, Kirk could maybe be a hero if he because I thought I saw somewhere where Baker Mayfield is, his his market value is like sixteen million a year. Uh, if that's the case, and Kirk wants forty, and Baker could take sixteen, sign me up for Baker Mayfield. Whew.
0: No thanks, but uh, I, think
1: Baker, I think Baker Mayfield on this team, you'd be. I mean. What he, I mean, granted Baker, and and there's been the year he played hurt, he kind of embarrassed himself with his inability to throw and some weird, you know, especially here in Minnesota, he had a horrible game. Um, but you talk about a leader, you know, a guy that's going to give you everything you have, and and, and, and it's going to get hot and and help he help the Buccaneers get into the playoffs. I'm saying it's, it comes down to financials. Uh, you know, I'm if if you can take him for for cheap, and like the Buccaneers did, and you build around him. You can go farther than you can, like just having a quarterback and nothing else.
0: Okay, I'm going to remind you of that later on when uh, we see uh, Baker Mayfield in the playoffs. But that's, well, he's, gonna, that's he's
1: probably going to beat the the Eagles on Monday. So
0: you <laughs> might, boy, those guys are struggling. The one thing that K, uh, JJ should maybe be doing is is doing a uh, uh, receiver passes. Uh, that that play didn't work out. <laughs> that old chestnut that. Uh, that KOC keeps hauling out. I, I uh, you had said to me they put that one in the can, and I, I, I kind of agree with you. He sometimes I think he tries to get more cute than he needs to, you know. But maybe, maybe it's because he doesn't have a rushing game that he can just pile on the rock. He's got to do something else. I don't know, but yeah,
1: it. he has spent some time uh, this year, you know, outsmarting himself. <laughs> Denver being my 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 least my favorite example. Of that, you know, that first third down where Hawkinson pitches it to Dobbs, um, stuff like that. You know, it doesn't get blocked well. I mean, they, they you know, I, I was it Munt or um, Oliver, one of the you know tight ends, I think did an ole <laughs> and, you know, Jefferson, I think they ruled it a sack, but then they, uh, uh, but then they changed it to a run because it, it happened so quickly that they weren't, you know, sure if it was an <laughs> end around or if it was a pass, but uh, yeah, maybe they just keep playing. Put him in the preseason. They have throw throw, complete one of those, so that they can, can O'Connell can get what he's looking for and get it over with.
0: I I, I got to uh, talk a bit about quickly here about some of the defense because that's a big thing. And uh, it just uh, your thoughts on this. Uh, obviously, Brian Flores told the the defense to tank, didn't he? This year, is that uh, of course.
1: You know His 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 record is uh, you know he he gives up right. He loves giving up. Uh. Yeah.
0: Uh, you know, they the Vikings what lost five of their last six. They uh uh the points that he gave uh this defense gave up in the last three or four games is amazing because they 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 were the fifth best in the league uh through the middle part of the season where when they finally got it together. Now this at the end here they, they've dropped down to near last again in, in points they've given up. Uh what happened to this defense and uh, is this Brian's way of telling say don't come call and I'm staying another year here.
1: <laughs> uh, you know it, to me it's a complimentary you know we could say all oh, the defense, you know they were as soon as they flashed that thing in Cincinnati that, that graphic that said they hadn't hadn't, been, hadn't given up a touchdown in 166 minutes. Ah no kidding. highest in the NFL it was like boom boom boom. but in saying that, you know th- these are games that they could have won if the offense wasn't throwing the ball away. Um, you know, they, I think they gave up 65 points off turnovers, not not including the the pick six, which doesn't go on the defense. Um, I thought that they, they, for the positions that they were put in throughout the season, I thought the defense played well enough to be a playoff defense. Now, granted, toward the end here, they're you no know, Murphy. They're, uh, Caleb Evans is getting benched all the time. You're forced to play Booth. Um, so there's a lot of that. He's 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 fighting with his hands handcuffed behind his back, pretty much. Wonham gets hurt. Um, Davenport's a disaster. Never shows
0: up. Yes.
1: Yeah. Um, so, but I feel like you know, this is a team that I, I believe that when they beat the Falcons, the Falcons at one point had a first and goal at the one off a, off a takeaway, and they they kicked the field goal.
0: Yeah. Uh,
1: Denver gave up. You know they give up nine points on three bad turnovers against Denver. They they come within six points of beating the Lions at home, but they throw the ball, they throw four four interceptions. Um the turn, you know, Kirk throwing the, the interception at the goal line at the end of the Chargers game. So, you know, the defense did not play play, did not finish strong, but I just can't beat them up too much because of the positions that it was put in uh, just every single week.
0: Read the tea leaves for me. Is that was that the last game for Harrison Smith as a Viking or even as an NFL player?
1: Uh, you know, I don't know. I don't see how he comes back. I mean, his. I mean, he sure sounded like I. I wasn't at the game, but uh, you know, reading his the, the quotes from the locker room, it sounds like he's ready to to hang it up. Uh, but you know, that's a that's a financial that falls in with the Eric Kendricks. Uh, uh, the guys that were let go last year um looking for his um i think it's like a 19 million dollar cap number for next year Ooh, ouch. Uh, if if he's released he, it's an 11 million dollar savings uh where it sounds a lot like what what they were going through with uh Thielen, you know about the same type of numbers i think um uh, but it'd be like a 7 million dollar dead dead cap money um i don't see how it uh that you know, he comes back and going to miss him. You know, he's a, he's a hell of a player, really good leader, you know, kind of a nice, not a rah-rah guy, obviously, but um, just a rock solid player for
0: a lot of years. Yeah, he has. I, I enjoyed covering him too. And you know, he, he isn't the most talkative guy, but boy, when you, when he says what he says, you're going to listen. Cause he's going to give you the straight scoop and he's going to be uh, he, he he's going to be decent behind the microphone. It's, it's a, uh, He's the kind of guy, maybe, I don't know if he's got that ability in him, but he's the kind of guy that you would think would be a really good coach, you know, at some level, because he he knows the game so well, and he kind of been running the game back there. But I don't know. I think he really enjoyed playing with Flores, and I hope they would both be back next year. But, you know, he's probably at the cap number. It's probably going to be tough to do so. Uh, I know you, t- you wrote about Marcus Davenport, and I couldn't agree more. I'm, I'm so uh, – so disappointed in how that worked out. The Vikings' big off-season uh, signing, free agency signing, it was just a total bust this year. What are your thoughts on him?
1: Yeah, I mean, I went and looked at, you know, the free agents from last year, and, the, you know, he got a one-year deal for $13 million. So there were 16, 16 players that averaged $13 million a year in free agency last year, the UFAs. So, you know, just looking at, you know, I mean, some of them are like you know Jimmy Garoppolo. That that's got that's a you know that's a bust. I mean, I'm sure that you know the Raiders don't want to have that hanging over their head going forward. But uh, to me, when you're looking at production and, and just just being on the field, the the other 15 uh, averaged like almost close to 800 snaps for the season, averaged 15 uh, games in the season, um, and. Here comes Davenport, 118 snaps as a Viking, which will be his only snaps as a Viking, four games. Um, You know, there was that flash of, like, one game where he had the the sacks, but, you know, that you just, whenever you you go into an offseason and you are so salary capped, you're strapped, you can't make that many moves. This is your one move to give Flores, a pressure guy, and you, you completely whiff on it, and you could say, well, you know, he uh, got injured. Well, he, the M.O. on this guy was yeah. injuries, underachiever, and what he do? He got hurt, and he underachieved, and so, you know, there's there were red flags, and I don't know what, you know, the analytics said or whatever. You know, he's the 26-year-old guy who's a former number one pick, so everybody thought. We can do it. We can be the team to do it.
0: Yep, yep. And
1: they and they got burned, and they got burned, and it hurt them. It hurt them on their their salary cap. It hurt them on the field. Uh, the only good thing about it is a, it was a one one and done. And uh, you know, as soon as they wrap up the paperwork, you know, he's I, I, probably not even at, at TCO. But it'd be like, yeah, you know, go find the next team to take a chance on you.
0: Hopefully, that's Cleveland next year. Just kidding. Uh,
1: we well, did pretty good with, uh, with the. Tomlinson and Z- oh and the other point would be when they traded uh Zadarius Zadarius made uh, a million and a half less <laughs> than than Davenport made he he played 16 he started 16 games wasn't a it wasn't a dominant yeah like six sacks but on the other end of Miles Garrett you know that's an important position
0: that's painful uh, so yeah, yeah it's
1: painful. uh any any and, he, and, he, and it, at 13 million was the same as what Preston Smith made in Green Bay um and carl granderson in new orleans guys that had eight and a half eight sacks um, so that's the
0: kind of way you're going to respond to my shots at cleveland you're just going to keep so, this stuff out yeah of here. you
1: just. i mean if you miss in the draft and you miss on your your number one free agent you know are going to be problems
0: yes there is they got to sign one them back i hope they sign hunter back i don't know how they do it all but uh uh quickly cornerback caleb evans regressed i heard ron johnson saying k fan yesterday they he thought that they were asking him to do to play too much man where he's more of a, you know, a taller guy who I, I didn't know quite how he described it, but it, he, he might, because of all the injury problems, he was doing stuff that maybe he's not suited to uh, best for his abilities or, or stature, but uh, um, really, really disappointed. Cause that, I, you know, all I hoped for him was to stay healthy this year because he had the concussion problems last because he flashed like he was he was somebody good they got in the draft and boy he just uh just didn't quite have the season that he maybe promised he was gonna have, you know?
1: No, I mean uh you know Ron Johnson's got uh, a good resume going. I mean he beat the Buckeyes back in two thousand whenever I guaranteed victory. Um uh, bank and the Buckeyes in Columbus. Um and I which I think I've talked to him about a few times. Uh but yeah, he looked like, like Evans. Looks like a guy like a corner who who's not good in man coverage. Uh, so if you're a corner and you're not good in man coverage, that's a problem. Um, yeah, uh, yeah, it's you know Mackay Blackman was out. Um,
0: Murphy yeah, was mean, out. Yeah. It's,
1: it's yeah, it's a huge priority. But there's a lot of big priorities: getting a quarterback, getting a cornerback. Uh, you know, and, and I and we we sort of skimmed over Brian Flores, but my feeling is you don't have to worry about him leaving because not, I think he did a good job, but I don't, he's not going to move the needle for, for an owner or a fan base, or I think, he, you know, you come out, you, you get jobs like, like Dan Quinn in Dallas and what they're doing in Dallas defensively. You get jobs whenever you, um, you know, Dan Quinn, when he's a head coach, became an idiot. And he goes to Dallas, re, re, revives that defense with some great players. And he's probably going to get a head coaching job. Um, You know, I think Flores. You know, just by the nature of how the NFL works, it has to be a, a great season or a good, really, really good. The great season. It can't be kind of like the way it finished. I he'll probably get interviews, but I don't see him leaving this year.
0: Wow, well, that means, roller coaster ride is gone, hasn't it?
1: Well, yeah. So, it, it to me, it's just it would be only natural that he, you know, that it wouldn't result in him getting a head coaching job this year. It's but I think he's that got all that's day. in his future. So now, you know, I think he did a lot with a little. Even with the way the season ended, and I think it, it's up to you got to get this guy some more talent. And uh, he proved what he could do with some you know, he didn't have the best corners in the world. Um, he did a lot with a little, and if you give him a little bit more, he'll do a lot more.
0: Wow, that's 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 even better news. Not only did the Vikings get a 11th position in the draft, they're going to keep Flores as a result of that loss. <laughs>
1: You just keep losing, you'll keep everyone,
0: Joe. Yeah, that's right. Uh, let's take a quick break. We'll come back and talk about uh, prospects going forward for this team and then hit a little bit on uh, that season that the Vikings aren't taking part of, the NFL playoffs. Come on back to Vikings Territory Breakdown. Okay, welcome back to Vikings Territory Breakdown with Mark Craig from the Star Tribune. Mark... Uh, What's happening? What's going to happen? What's the uh, number one off priority for the off season for this Vikings? And what are they? What's going to happen at the QB position? What I, I would just yeah, I'm not going to hold you to it, but just what do you think is going to happen here with this squad? Oh boy,
1: um, number one, number one priority is is getting you know sooner than later finding out uh, what you're going to do at quarterback. If you are you know, and, and and you got to get Kirk. Either either if it's if it's Kirk. It's got to, you got to get him signed at whatever it is and build around him, um, and then it's it's
0: draft a quarterback. Uh, uh, you think they're gonna move up? I mean, eleven. You know, there's like it, it's called the quarterback rich draft to a certain extent. There's like six names out there. The Vikings are picking eleventh. Um, there's probably six teams that could take a quarterback. I mean, if you include Chicago, who's got the first overall pick and may not be too excited yet with uh, Justin Fields. They have a real question to answer there. So uh, do the Vikings have to trade up? And does that then, of course, hurts their draft capital throughout the rest of the draft?
1: Yeah, I I just don't know enough of what they have and what to do in order to trade up and how far they'd have to go. I just think wherever they are, whatever their ability to whatever they're able to do, it has to be put in play and they got They got to identify a quarterback. And I, I I don't even, at this point, it's uh, like, like, like Pittsburgh uh, two years ago, identify, or was it last year? Pick it as their, as a quarterback. Cause it was two years ago. Mm-hmm. Well, it was, he was in, in the twenties. Uh, people probably would say, well, you know, he wasn't worthy of a number one pick. The Vikings have gotten to the point where they got to make a, they, they've got to, they've got to keep swinging at this quarterback and they got to keep swinging in the draft with quarterbacks.
0: Jaron uh-huh. Hall experiment's over.
1: Well, you know, to me, I you, know, you keep Jaron Hall, work with him, you do and make him your number two. Yeah. As opposed to Nick Nick Mullins, I, I I'd be done with Nick Mullins. It's, it's there's just no point in going forward. Uh, to me, Dobbsy. It's, just, be, huh? Dobbsy. Dobbs, well, Dobbs, I I would rather see. I'd rather work with Dobbs. Dobbs, to me, as they were as they were tumbling was. To me, was the guy that hey, you know, this is the guy who could probably get you out of some of this situation if you could could work with him a little more. You know, I think yeah. O'Connell is still a good coach. He's still a, a good offensive mind, still you know, good play caller. But he there was an ability there was there, there was a chance there for him. uh I had him at the top of my coach of the year, but real early after the New Orleans game, it's like hey, they're doing some special stuff here. This is this is O'Connell's wheelhouse, and yeah. Then it, it, it just fell apart, and you know he he has to take part ownership of that, and that that was that's what he's that's his strength, that's his that's who he is, and it didn't work, and so um, but the quarterback is that's number one priority, period.
0: So uh, uh, KLC is safe for this year, but uh, Ron Rivera from Washington and Arthur Smith from Atlanta were not; they are gone already. As as you know, this we're we're taping this on early morning on Monday and Black Monday has begun, Uh, there was talk about upwards of 10 jobs being open. And if I think if that is the case, I think uh, Brian Flores has got to get some really heavy looks on that. I know you already answered that question, but I I, I think I'm still concerned that uh, he could go given the right. I don't know what, you know, opportunities are good out there. I mean, maybe you want to wait to get in a good spot, but. Well, I mean, yeah, I mean, like, you know, Jim Harbaugh is running from the
1: law and in Michigan, (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> yeah so he'll he'll either win or finish second in, in college football and get, get out of Dodge before uh Michigan's the hammer drops on them probably. I don't I don't know enough about the situation, but uh the guy did get suspended for three games and they're circling and you know, guys like him aren't gonna stick around and take the medicine. Um so he he's he's gonna take one of these jobs. Bill Belichick if he gets fired is gonna be like Andy Reid. Andy Reid got fired in Philadelphia and spent maybe uh you know, brunch
0: uh, out of work and got hired in Kansas City. That's a long time for him. Oh God, that wasn't nice. I was gonna say brunch takes a long while for him. I, that was <laughs> that was me. I'm, yeah. kidding. I'm kidding. I like Andy. Yeah. So, um yeah, Flores will get interviewed, sure.
1: And um, Leslie Frazier was talking about um he wants to get back in it. Oh, Zim wants to get back in it. Yeah, it might be a little. um, You know, I think I think Leslie's sixty five. Zim's late sixties. Uh, I don't know if they'll get it. Um, but yeah, there's, you know, since 2000, there's been 34 head coaching changes since 2000. It's amazing. And, 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 know and, and well, um, uh, Rivera this morning is would be 35. Um, so yeah, it's, um, and you know, like would be 36, all these, all these guys that, you know, like, like, um, in, in Vegas, um, you know, McDaniel's year and a half. GM was, got a year and a half out the door. Uh, these other, you know, uh, Staley middle uh, during his third year. Uh, you know, Frank Wright. I mean, my Frank Wright may I would say go down in history as the only guy to be fired in season back to back years. But the way things are going, that might happen again. You know, he, he doesn't make it through Indianapolis. Gets fired. Carolina hires him. Doesn't gives him eleven games, and he's out the door. Um Rivera getting four years in Washington is like uh he's long in the tooth
0: at that job. Wow. Yeah, it's a tough business in that regard. You got a producer, you're gonna be gone. Um the NFL playoffs are gonna happen next week with wild card weekend. Uh what, or I guess they call it super wild card. Yeah, weekend. yeah.
1: Guess, come on, Joe, get your get your talking points right. Break. Super wild card weekend. Which we got on Monday, which is a total uh
0: unfair to the teams playing on monday and they have to come around and play with a day less so right we got the uh we talked about the rams and the lions which is quite the matchup packers are going to dallas where dallas is pretty tough 49ers get a, the week off uh we got the bucks and the eagles okay i i i see the the uh the buccaneers have the home game there the Eagles have uh they will write their ship down there. I, I, I don't know how it oh, yeah. fascinated by the the Rams and the and the Lions, but I don't know if Laporta plays or not, how much that hurts them and uh Packers. I just hope they get beat by the Cowboys, which they probably will. But anyway. Um, uh, so yeah, to me,
1: the first game is Browns, Texans.
0: Oh god, he's gotta go right to the AFC. Well, that's,
1: that's the first game that happens in the week in the week. Uh, Cares. uh to me CJ Stroud, i mean have we seen? i mean he got hurt um for a few games but mm-hmm. i don't know this is one of the best rookie uh seasons ever i mean He's got like guy, five picks he, he has guy. looked like a like a seasoned veteran yeah. from day 1 and god his accuracy his arm strength uh you know talk about being able to change a franchise with with one pick and then you marry it with a the defensive guy that the go to the air so he's you know he's a seven game improvement for him. Um, so, but I still you know there could be a little growing pains. I think the Browns' defense takes care of him. Um, so they, the Browns, win. So let's not even play that one. Uh, Green Bay going to to Dallas. Uh, good news for you is you. I don't think you'll have to watch the Packers very long in the playoffs. Dallas is phenomenal at home uh mccarthy gets his uh, you know yeah, like 17 up. in a row don't they mark at home I, I, I don't know but they're they're dominant they're they're more yeah. dominant. although at some point you, with the nfl you get to when you start leaning so much one way you're like oh my god they're at home they can't lose they're dominant they're the greatest <laughs> they may lose 17 to nothing at home who
0: knows uh but i get you know, after what i saw from the bears game yesterday I, they're 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 decent they're they're a remarkable team this year because they've they're the youngest team in the league and they they fought they have a rookie quarterback rookie uh his first season and and he's played well and they've they've come around and they've they're in the playoffs and the vikings aren't so hats off to them but i think they'll uh they'll run into a buzzsaw down there in dallas all
1: right so who, who do you have in the first game browns texans you got
0: texans i want the texans but it'll be the browns okay so cow
1: you saying cowboys or packers cowboys all right, Dolphins, Chiefs. I, I you know, Dolph- Chiefs aren't—they're vulnerable. Dolphins can score a lot, but I, I got. Yeah, you know, I don't think the I don't think the Chiefs are ready to give up yet. So I got Chiefs.
0: I think I got to go Chiefs there. They're at home, and the Dolphins got spanked yesterday, and they looked mortal in the second half, uh, punt after punt after punt. So, I got to go Chiefs there. Rams, Lions. I, I, I got the Rams. I'm going to, just because uh, being a Minnesota Vikings guy and the, we have had our way with the Lions all these years, I'm going to pack, I'm going to go with the Lions just for the heck of it because I, I, I like the team. Uh, I think they made a huge mistake playing all their starters yesterday with a couple of them getting nicked up, specifically uh, Laporta. Who's a huge part of their offense and two of their rookies that have done well from left the game and looked like they they may not play this week, but I think Dan Campbell gets it done and and uh, then maybe the next week they might have a little more trouble. But that's I'll go with the Lions just to, just to differentiate from you.
1: I, I and I hope you beat me on that one. Uh, Steelers Bills I, I think the Bills will, will I think the Steelers uh, God the Steelers they, they never die. I like the, I mean, the Steelers are just, I think I admire that franchise more than any in the league because just, it doesn't matter what they go through. They just always keep showing up, showing up. Uh, But I'm going to take the bills on this one.
0: I will too. Uh, They, they, uh, you know, their their quarterback is amazing that he, he turns the ball over more than the collective quarterbacks of the Vikings. And uh, he still finds ways to win the games and, Won, won the division for the fourth time in a row against uh, uh the darling of the uh the early season, the dolphins. So I, I'm gonna go with uh I'm gonna go with the Bills too. Eagles and Bucks. So since I pumped up Baker Mayfield
1: and the Eagles have are completely falling off the table, I'm gonna go Bucks on that
0: one. I'll take Eagles.
1: Yeah,
0: so I you know, uh you you won the prediction for the season. So maybe we'll have a little, uh, post well, Make sure you have your mock draft ready to go next week, Joe.
1: Wow! Or mock draft, like 10.0 by next week.
0: By next week. Yeah. I'll, I'll be working on that. Um, I guess that that should do it. We'll be back next week to talk about the playoffs, talk more about the Vikings because in this league, you know, that every week is, uh, is they make news out at TCO and, uh, hopefully it's all, Good news going forward. hope that it's not a black Monday later today. But anyway, thanks, Mark. Thanks for all your insight. Thanks for uh, <clears throat> putting up with me this morning because my team got beat again, but that's okay. It's There's always it's next It's over,
1: year. Joe. It's over. <clears throat> it's over.
0: Thanks, Mike Woldham producing. Thanks, Joe Johnson, for putting us here. And thanks to everybody out there for tuning in. We are sure appreciate it each each and every week. So we hope to see you here. Back here next week, and we'll talk some more football. Until then, Skull!
1: Skull.